When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents. It's one person coming in from China. It's going to disappear. One day it's like a miracle. It will. We're going to all be great. We're going to be so good. This is a pandemic. The Betches Sup Podcast. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Hello and welcome to the SUP Daily CoronaCast. I'm Amanda Duberman. And I'm Caitlin Bird. And the CoronaCast is your daily rundown of all the latest news on COVID-19, how we're getting through it, and just how close we are to ending this crisis. Today is Friday, finally. It is Friday, May 15th. A few states are actually going to see their stay-at-home orders uh, expire today and throughout the weekend. About a dozen by Monday, we'll see those lifted. Um, I guess that's Good timing in one sense, in the sense that the CDC has finally unveiled its guidelines for how states can safely reopen. So these guidelines are considerably less restrictive than they reportedly were um, when they were given a first pass by the Trump administration. But what they seem to include is sort of a series of questions that different types of establishments should ask themselves, you know, from restaurants to daycare centers. Um, And they need to be able to answer those questions in order to reopen. I mean, not answer to any government, I don't believe, but just, you know, you sort of realize how unprepared you are for something when you ask, like, what would I do if there was a case? If you don't have a process in place, you should not open. Um, But this easing of lockdown measures has prompted a leading coronavirus mile to increase its projected nationwide death toll again by about 140,000 by August. Another quick update on uh, some lawmaking that may or may not be happening in the Senate. Mitch McConnell called the House's $3 trillion relief plan an unserious liberal wish list um, because apparently keeping families fed, firefighters and teachers employed, and elections democratic is a joke to him. Uh, This bill includes a lot of money for state governments, and they need that to pay people on their payroll, which can include first responders and teachers and healthcare providers and obviously the people that are I think we can all agree pretty essential. Uh, So McConnell has previously signaled that he thinks that lawmakers in the Capitol should sort of wait and see how earlier stimulus packages are impacting the economy before deciding to unleash more. Um, But people are really hurting. I think that's abundantly clear. As of this week, 36.5 million people had applied for unemployment since March. We don't really know what Republicans think of this bill kind of wholesale because they've just rejected it. outright so we don't really know what about it they're going to be okay with or if they're open if senate republicans are open to another bill whatsoever last night the white house came out against the bill but i've seen reporting today that they are open to another round of stimulus checks which i think makes perfect sense to me because those are the things with trump's name on them that is a lot of news (laughs) we're reopening also the government doesn't seem to be working. Also, we have no idea whether or not we're all going to start dying at higher rates because we're opening. 
Yeah. Which kind of like, it's like a little vicious cycle of like, of like bad news leading to like, well, the natural outcome of that is going to be more bad news. And then like the government just being like, I don't know, man, maybe we'll do something. Maybe we won't. Depends on how Mitch McConnell's feeling any given day. How right, like onions. You know, what's going on with that? It's like Jared Kushner. It's like his attitude towards if we're going to have an election. He's like, we might. I think so. But like, I'm not, I can't, I can't tell you either way. I'm not sure. I might be busy. <laughs> I just like Jared Kushner. Just like, uh, he just pisses me off so much. Like his, his existence really like pisses me off a lot. He's um, such a little shit. He really is, and I had the the magical misfortune of attending boarding school, and I of course like knew people who could have become Jared Kushner, yeah. like like you see the exact exact person, and like <laughs> that like makes me like like hate him even more. Like oh yeah, the damage to the nation, absolutely. The the lack of preparedness, absolutely. The 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 board dilettante meddling in <laughs> government affairs absolutely but like just the reality of like i totally knew somebody who could have been jared kushner right right like i i know exactly think that person is. would be good at running a government <laughs> during a pandemic i think that person should not have been left running a lemonade stand <laughs> yes <laughs> well, i mean apparently we're also supposed to be very concerned about obamagate i don't understand what obamagate is i'm so flustered about obamagate um, I'm overwhelmed by Obamagate. Can you help me get through Obamagate? <laughs> yeah, yes. I just want to give another shout out uh, to the Watergate Hotel for naming every political scandal for the remaining yes. half century. It's been half a century now. And we're the still brand is strong. adding gate to everything. So Watergate Hotel, mad props. Brand is strong. <laughs> <laughs> brand is strong. Um and and so this new gate scandal <laughs> is um it's basically the idea that um obama is bad and he's the reason bad things happen uh, um <laughs> yeah, i mean like you you can try to to like get into details and make some sort of rational analysis about this but it's about as um it's about as meaningful it's it's less meaningful i would argue um than Benghazi, but about to be the same level of like spamming. Um, a lot of political scandals that have come up that are Republican driven, in my personal opinion, are not ones of actual substance. Like they don't have principles, in my personal opinion. I don't know, maybe like <laughs> someone out there thinks that this is definitely a, a thoughtful, engaged question about civil liberties and the nature of our surveillance state. But I just, I somehow suspect that when we're we get into the weeds, um, it's it's just going to be like oh, an opportunity to like fuck over Democrats. Yeah. So the idea, the 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 theory is that Obama administration officials improperly tried to surveil or just do something wily in the in the transition specifically, right? Yeah. So here's the the idea. Um, the Trump campaign had many, 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 many many contacts with Russia and Russian agents during the campaign um, and after the election uh, many of those things during transition started to become part of uh, Trump transition policy mm -hmm. as that was happening 
I mean, the Obama administration had been tracking Russian interference during the the campaign um, and had, you know, notified the American public about it even. And basically was like, look, we're tracking these. And, and you know, uh, basically it was being tracked. All of the contacts that Trump was having with the Russians, all the other stuff was coming up. And eventually they were, after, especially after the election where, like, everyone was gobsmacked and being like, what the hell? How did he win? Yeah. The Obama transition team was even more, fo- the even more focused on seeing what had happened and what kind of contacts were now ramping up from the Trump campaign to Russia. Because they were also um, charged yeah. with like sharing intelligence and very valuable information with these people. So it's obvious that it might cross their mind to think, okay, there's some talk. Maybe we should just like be a little careful or just make sure we're all good. Yeah. But also like when you're transitioning governments, it's a huge deal who you're going to be letting into certain spaces, right? There's security clearances, et cetera. Michael Flynn had been fired by Barack Obama um, Mm -hmm. back in 2014. Didn't Barack Obama explicitly tell Trump not to fire Flynn? Or hire him? Not to hire him, yeah. Yeah. So um, Michael Flynn had had kind of conflicts of interest in intelligence work before. um, And he was basically doing unregistered lobbying, unregistered work on behalf of foreign entities. Which, you know, when you put it that way, sounds kind of boring. But when you put it with the name it actually has, espionage, sounds kind of crazy. It sounds like the the Trump administration in a nutshell, too. We all know your hair and skin can sway your mood and impact your day in ways you can't underestimate. Sometimes what starts as a bad hair day quickly turns into a bad everything else day. I'd never found beauty products that really understood my needs, but ever since I switched to custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Healthier hair and skin, yes... But beyond that too, since I started using pros, I've noticed consistently healthy hair. Even with all I put it through with the heat tools and the hairsprays to get this pompadour sky high, it smells great, it looks fancy on the shelf, and I like that it has my name right on it. This formula is made for V. Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. And Pros isn't just better for you. It's better for the planet. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback and adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription at pros.com slash fever dream. So get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash fever dream. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash fever dream. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. 
life. Whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of the things I like to buy on Etsy have little dachshunds on them or are four dachshunds. Dottie's got a whole litany of new sweaters and harnesses and all kinds of fun stuff that we get lots of compliments on when we're out on walks. A gifting moment is always just around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. So um, basically, they wanted over and over again, they were getting uh, intelligence reports during the campaign. I want to be clear about that. And after, that continually gave the same um, individual uh, having all of these contacts and the name was redacted because you know they didn't the our intelligence services um, for all their many many flaws are are professionals and mm-hmm. so they did not share political information um, with the president of the United States in an attempt to kind of like undermine Donald Trump no matter what Trump says and basically, once they saw that this contact was happening over and over and over and over again, they were like, mm, we need to know who that person is. Like, it seems like that piece of information will illuminate a lot of different things that we need to understand in order to effectively defend our country against further cyber attacks or whatever. And then Michael Flynn was that person. That was the name. So the scandal, apparently, is that people were like, hey, this seems really fucking weird. Maybe this guy should not be do who who is this person? And that's the scandal. The fact that they were asking. Because no one should have been asking why Michael Flynn was like up Russia's ass or something. Uh no. Like yeah. why why was that happening? Right. And it's being like obviously spun as this just sort of broad deep state conspiracy. But as you were explaining it, it sounds like these these people are accusing like the intelligence community of like not not doing their jobs and being out to get them. But like you said, like they made a point to redact Michael Flynn's name as not to be discriminatory against the incoming government. Yeah. And obviously it came up enough that the officials were like, I think we need to know. And that's called unmasking, which is now the term everyone's using. Like, well, we can't unmask people anymore. It's like, it's very simple. Of course you can. You have to. What are you talking about? That's like the point of everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the effectively effectively they're kind of undermining the entire in order it's kind of weird so like you you think about it and you're like okay so what goes into something being a crime like what makes something criminal what makes us decide that this thing needs to stop happening that needs to not happen again etc etc and one thing that i I'll give Republicans mad credit for is that they understand the architecture of power really, really well. And many people can't see these things that like we use to weigh and measure our, our morality, our vision of government, like what things should be doing, where we should be going. We, and that's not like anyone's fault. Like it's way too much for all of us to continue contemplating like all the time. That's like a ton of work. Um, But like, you know, it's it's like a Rube Goldberg machine. If you, like, move one piece that's, like, the marble is supposed to roll down, blah, 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 then all of a sudden nothing at the end of the Rube Goldberg machine actually works. Mm. Does everyone remember that? Mm-hmm. Like, Tom and Jerry style, like, massive, like, things that touch things that touch things. And you're like, what oh, yeah. is it? It's actually been a really big quarantine TikTok trend. Or just in general. Is people just making insane ones in their home. Yeah. 
and and like you kind of have to think about like the architecture of power the same way and what Mm -hmm. um basically bill barr donald trump uh and i guess michael flynn are all trying to do is like two-pronged right one they're trying to make michael flynn innocent and the way to do that um so he can get back to doing the terrible things that he was doing that's the major thing they want to be able to bring michael flynn back in uh michael flynn probably knows some really terrible things about donald trump Mm -hmm. and they really want to express the level of loyalty to him Mm -hmm. to show that like you're in the family no one's going to harm you we you know we had to do it because you know everyone was looking at us but we love you man it's just another case and of them of them us. exploiting party yeah. loyalty like they need Flynn's loyalty the president does but they're like let's make the entire party and all of our supporters think that that Flynn is their boy they're like mistreated like hero cuz that's what they need for Trump like really they just need them to be quiet for Trump but they are turning him into this character that they can like exalt. well yeah but they're also dismantling the entire architecture right in order to do yes. that in order for that to work they they're dismantling anything that could hold them accountable for the things that they do and it's very important to get into that stuff because if you dismantle it then no one can come behind you and actually reestablish those things and reestablish the rule of law they can't, it becomes much harder. It becomes its own political, it becomes its own, uh, like something you have to spend political capital on. And everyone only comes mm. in with so much political capital in the bank. And if you have to spend it just getting like people prosecuted for illegally sharing intelligence information, if that requires a ton of political capital mm. to get done, you are in a bad place. Because now even basic shit in their government can't work if you have to spend it huge chunk of political capital just making sure people who commit espionage against your country actually pay for their crimes. Yeah. That's, Are you referring the to the, the guilty plea being thrown away? I'm referring to... I'm, I'm I mean, on I'm a trillion other things, but... Yeah. <laughs> a trillion other things. Bill Barr basically has dismantled this case. Yeah. Um, he's, he's the Attorney General of the United States. He's, in theory, the uh, top uh, law enforcement officer. He's our lawyer. He's supposed to be our lawyer. Yeah, the lawyer for the United States. He's supposed to represent the the law mm-hmm. of the United States and execute <laughs> um, those laws. And that's why it's so problematic yeah. to have someone so deeply corrupt um, be executing law because you can see that he doesn't apply this evenly. And the the first effort, right, to dismantle what we know as criminality, to un- what is morally wrong what is ethically wrong what is criminally wrong um because like to be clear what michael flynn did was undermine um was undermine the safety and well-being of the united states he undermined our ability to hold safe elections he undermined our ability to um to know that our elected officials are working on our behalf because we elected them and not because they were the product of foreign interference, which means that they work on the interests of the people who interfered on their behalf, not the people who elected them. Mm-hmm. And that's like a huge, like that's a huge thing to under undo inside, uh, in theory, a representative government. It's, yeah, that's devastating.
We all dread the what should we have for dinner question. I mean, I know I do. I love a home-cooked meal, but I don't always have the time, energy, or groceries to make it happen. Being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep and cook times is what drew me to Home Chef over the other guys. Home Chef's meals are effortless, so I can spend less time trying to be Top Chef and more time watching it. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you never have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and a of course, free shipping on your first box. Just go to homechef.com slash fever dream. That's homechef.com slash fever dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard that right. Homechef.com slash fever dream must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. As you were saying, sort of reframing criminality, I was thinking that I found it very like sort of satisfying in a way that so the judge that was going to sentence Michael Flynn has asked a retired judge like I don't like that they threw out the guilty plea like can you look into this or also look into you know if they can get Flynn on like contempt because they threw away basically the Justice Department prosecutors are saying now okay he pled guilty but the reason uh, that you guys interviewed him in the first place you shouldn't have done that. So that judge, mm-hmm. so now the sentencing judge is like, well, if he if he lied when he pled guilty, then he perjured himself. So he's having people look into that. But what's funny to me is that the the, the judge that he's had, the retired judge that he's had look into this is um, John Gleason, who was a former federal prosecutor, best known for putting the late mob boss John Gotti behind bars. So I think it's funny that that's the that's the best guy for this job. Yeah, we've had a lot of like um, mob prosecutors get involved, and I, I think that there's a reason for that, and we should all be somewhat alarmed somewhat alarmed that we need mob mob prosecutors to successfully like look into what's happening in the government yeah. um but uh you know so so that's the the first side of the Obamagate, right is just like un deconstructing the notion that michael flynn is guilty anything he did was wrong that the people who are helping him are agreeing with this are are bad people they're good people right bill barr is defending the nation from, but in order for you to defend the nation, in order for Michael Flynn to be unguilty, someone else has to be guilty. Mm-hmm. That's the other side. The deflection to Obama. He sense that this was a hunt that was completely made up 
that you know Barack Obama was lousy with political corruption that he he wanted to target people so that way he could control uh, uh, the government that he could undermine Donald Trump that all of this other stuff you know that he's going to put Michael Flynn in prison because he hated him whatever reason there's not really a logic here yeah. it's more of an emotional pitch yeah what is and the strategy the, yeah. is this a campaign strategy Hmm. Uh, well, so everything that uh, Donald Trump does to our government comes to like a, a low key end and then like a high key end, right? <laughs> so low key, it could be a campaign strategy just to kind of, you know, create an enemy, um, rile up the base, uh, establish that, you know, they really hate Obama. Don't forget to blame Obama. Right. Um, <laughs> blame Obama. That but, happening. Thanks, right. Obama. You're like, yeah. I haven't been here for a moment. Okay. I mean, so uh, Donald Trump moment, owes but, um, his entire political career to Barack Obama. Like, that's how he became a politician. It's worked. Yes, Why would he stop? I think he has said before, Trump, like, it works to, to try to dunk on Obama and make him seem like an evil terrorist. Why would I stop? Exactly. Um, so that's one side. And the other side is something that worries me a lot more, which is, like, I Donald Trump is, like, mostly about spectacle but the people who support him are mostly about power <laughs> and what alarms me is like the idea that this is some sort of crime and that we need to be investigating the previous administration and that um we should be assuming that the previous administration is corrupt and that we should be getting getting to them somehow um part of it is to implicate joe biden um, part of it is to implicate Barack Obama, but the thing that I, the, the high key end, the worrisome end to me is if we start getting into show trials, um, you know, legal proceedings, you know, all this other stuff, because that, that's full blown banana republic. Yeah. Stuff. Like that's, that's when there's the rule of law has completely dissolved because there's no rational way to make Barack Obama the bad guy here. There are a lot of things he's been wrong. I'm not gonna like fall over myself to like every single time say like Barack Obama's the best thing that ever happened to America because that's crazy. <laughs> but like he's this is this is definitely not a crime. This is definitely not yeah. a problem. The reverse is a problem. The fact that we're even having this discussion is a right. problem. These are things that I think like really like broad scale like worry me about Obamagate as it were. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the president tweeted, like, if I were a senator, the first, I would call Barack Obama immediately. And I think Lindsey Graham said, like, that's I'm not going to call the president <laughs> to testify now. But they're creating, you know, task force to look into what happens. And this is, yeah, there are going to be show trials of some type, even if they don't manage to get the president here. But yeah, as we're talking about this, and as I've been thinking about this is like, What's the best way for like people to react to things like this when they are, you know, created and disseminated to be disseminated, to be reacted to? Do you know what I mean? Like I sometimes struggle with, with topics like this because it's like obviously we want to explain to people why. I don't know. How do we react? Yeah. What do we do? What do we do? With, do we keep talking about this and keep trying to de deconstruct these or do we just try to ignore it? Um. It's really, it's a, it's a super difficult question. Like if I had like a simple answer, I, I wish I had a, a straightforward answer where it's like, you can just do X. Yeah. Um, 
honestly, the truth is that like critical thinking is a really, it's a, it's a lifelong process. You never yep. stop doing it. Um, thinking critically really requires having core values and goals though. And it really is worth considering like, what do you want the core values of this, this country to be? What do you perceive that they are? Uh, what do you, what do you want from your government? How do you want it to react? Um, and to keep those core values in mind when we hear something like this, because like there's no reason to give Donald Trump or basically anyone allied with him the benefit of the doubt. There's zero, we have reached a point where like you should, when you hear them like say like this is happening, you'd be like, nah, nah, it's probably not happening. Probably. Right. You know, and we've been, we've, we've just been through like weeks of this with a pandemic that has yeah. killed thousands of people. Like, at this point, the, the interest in, like, creating a scandal, um, the biggest issue is, like, in some ways, you can't not give it air, because if people are talking about it, then it becomes, like, why aren't you talking about this thing that people are upset about? Which is, like, what Republicans are so good at making their base just be, like, yeah. you know, a dog peed on a hydrant. You're, like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing, you're, like, that, that happens? I don't know, man. Like, what's up? Yeah. But then you have to kind of, like, deconstruct it, right? Yeah. And all that energy goes in. And in, while you're doing that, you're not paying attention to the fact that, like, our infrastructure has been rated, like, on a D or an F scale for the last, like, decade and a half, two, two decades. We probably need to fix it, you know, especially yeah. during this pandemic. You know, we've got still tens of thousands of people dying. Like, we should think about that. We have economies that are not capable of sustaining uh, the state's. Um, that they're in because we can't get people out of their homes, which is real. And we should be figuring out, like, how do we still maintain an economy and support people, you know, in the time where we, we're not going to be able to actually physically go and support people. Yeah. And while this is happening, we're not doing that. And I think sometimes the, the way to kind of get through this is to be like, okay, so how relevant is this thing? Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, you're saying this is a big scandal, blah, 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 blah. What, what, what does this cost us? What does this really cost us? And, like, if you just have that level of accountability with someone who's wasting your time, being like, well, you know, this thing has happened and this is bad. It's like, okay, fine, pitch me on it. What exactly do I need to know? Because right now I can't, I'm stuck at home with a five-year-old. I have, like, no money in my bank account. I'm looking at unemployment. My, my, my partner is unemployed. You know, I'm trying to make ends meet here. The, the meat packing plant might be giving me coronavirus mm -hmm. because they won't let people go home. What are you going, what does Barack Obama have to do with any of this shit? Right. And then just like, just like get cut to the chase. Centering your own problems and saying like, this needs to get fixed and this is what I want from my government. Maybe that's, that's part yeah. of the solution. Yeah, I agree. Okay, thank you so much, Caitlin. Until the end of Democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Caitlin Bird. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. The Betches Up Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. The Sup is created by Sammy Fishbein. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to Sup at Betches.com. Batches.